What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Building Code. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. Zach Watovich here. And that was my first ever intro. How'd it go? I don't know. I think it went well. I loved it. Okay. Well, that, that's the only validation I need then. Um, we are back today with another mini-sode. Uh, so again, this is something new we're trying this year. Comes out every other week, uh, mixed in the, the schedule of our other, other week normal uh, podcast that we'll be releasing. So if you didn't check out the first one, uh, go check it out. It was this, uh, with Russ Lane, who's a director of product here at Builder Trend. It was great. And who do we have today, Zach? Austin Eilers, product manager here at Builder Trend. I, I know Austin fairly well. He was on the account team. I'm sure we'll talk all about his intro, but he's a wonderful man. He's going to talk to us about offline capabilities with our Inside Builder Trend series. So I'm really excited to get in here and kind of learn more about it and what problems it's going to solve for our users. Let's do it. Austin, welcome to The Building Code, our second mini-sode. Where we're going to get into some of the product inner workings and things that are happening inside of Builder Trend. First time on the podcast, I believe. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. First time ever on a podcast. Yes. Nice. There we go. Well, well on, time. truly honored that you chose, yummy. truly honored you chose the building code to make your debut here. <laughs> uh, for our listeners, uh, tell them a little bit about yourself, how long you've been at Builder Trend, uh, what's your role, and uh, kind of what your day to day looks like. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, again, my name is Austin Eilers. I'm a product manager here at Builder Trend. Um, I guess backing up a few years. I started with Builder Trend uh, in 2016. Um, so, started with uh, with the company as a account manager, as a lot of our product folks uh, did. Um, worked in the uh, support department, really communicating and speaking and coaching our builders on how to use Builder Trend, uh, learning the inner workings of the the industry, um, <clears throat> and really understanding what 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 their problems and inefficiencies are. Um, and that kind of naturally led me over to the product department. So that's where I've currently been for the past, um, I guess, four years already. Uh, in the past two years, I've specifically been working on the mobile team. It's been a lot of fun learning learning that side, supporting the iOS and Android apps. Uh, again, really, really trying to focus in on um, how our users are utilizing our mobile apps and what, what value we can provide our users um, and make their lives easier through through the mobile app. So I love it. It's I, I like that you mentioned that a lot of our product people come from our support team, which is a natural growth mm -hmm. area because like you talk to the customer, you get to know and really deeply understand what they're doing and then you go and then you shape the product. It makes a lot of sense. We had a, a bit of a lead in on accident in our episode with Russ Lane. Yeah. Uh, Russ we kind of kicked off our dropped an absolute bomb at the very end of the episode. We're like, okay, that all about does it. And then he mentions offline. And, and then we kind of went off on yeah. a tangent. Yeah. So for the, everyone else that listened uh, to that episode a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure I've been at the edge of their seats. Uh, <laughs> so perfect timing. Shout out our production team for getting you in here right away. Um, it's almost yeah, like we planned it. Almost like we planned it a little bit. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk offline capabilities. Obviously, you know something people have been asking for for a long time. Kind of a huge, you know, development here. Um, hit, I guess to kind of back up, where did this come from historically? What were some of the challenges that people were seeing, and and how did this kind of get prioritized? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, I guess just generally speaking, some of the you know challenges that our builder trend users face on a day-to-day -day basis really comes down to the efficiency or maybe lack thereof in, in communication and alignment. So, you know, creating that alignment throughout the organization of what is happening in the job site. So those in the office 
um, it can it can stay involved and stay informed is 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 critical. Um, so, uh, and then I guess at the topic of hand, the offline capabilities. You know, many of our customers work on job site job sites in rural areas without internet connection. So. Uh, that throws a wrench into things if they can't access Builder Trend um, through the through the mobile app. You know, our, our our customers rely on Builder Trend to make their processes efficient, um, to save them time, to save them money, to create alignment throughout the organization. Again, if they can't access Builder Trend in various areas due to lack of uh, internet connection, that's a that's a problem. So, long story short, it it. Uh, it really came from listening to our customers, hearing from our customers over the years. Um, and uh, th this issue has been historically one of the uh, most requested pieces of functionality from our customers. So um, we knew this was this was a gap in our product currently. Um, and we're, we, we spent uh, quite a few months in 2021 really prioritizing that, really planning, planning this out and executing and, and executing on that. And we still are executing on providing this functionality to our customers. Yeah, I believe the first feature it's rolling out to, which should be live, is daily logs. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. So it's not live yet for all of our builders. We're actually in a beta release right now with the, uh, um, with the I guess, uh, amount of work and the impact that this is going to have on our current app, as well as our customers, we want to make sure we're rolling out a, um, a good product. So we decided to roll this out in various phases. Um, I would say, you know, maybe about 10 or 15% of our customers have this functionality currently. Within the next couple of weeks, um, our users will have the ability to add offline or add logs offline when they don't have internet connections. So they're going to be able to use Builder Trend. Uh, to document job progress, document delays, you know, what's what's happening on the job at any time. Um, you know, that that issue that's uh, been kind of a, uh, um, a pain point for our customers over the years should no longer be there um, as far as, you know, accessing the app when they don't have internet connections. So we're, we're really excited about it. Uh, we think it's going to be a hit for our customers and really excited to get feedback as well. Well, yeah, especially like how, you know, instrumental, you know, the daily logs feature is uh, and something that you don't want to spend a ton of time doing. You want to get in there. You want to take notes. You want to take a picture. You want to upload it. Uh, so you're saying people can be out in the field, zero cell service, pull out their phones, record a daily log. And is it when they get cell service again, that'll be in their, their account? Is that how that works? Exactly right. Exactly right. So uh, the, the goal for us in the product side was really when we were thinking about how to execute on this and you know the functionality we wanted to keep this functionality as close to what our users are familiar with as possible so they're not going to need to uh, understand or uh, re-familiarize themselves with with a new workflow so if they've created a online or uh, daily log before when they've had an internet connection they're going to be able to do that for the most part the same exact way when they don't have internet connection so they wow. open their app um, they're going to see a banner that you don't have online access. Go ahead and create that log just as you previously would. Uh, that log's going to be in a pending sync. Um, once they get in range uh, and once they reestablish that internet connection, those pending sync logs are going to automatically sync to the server and then, uh, you know, business as usual from there. I imagine as a product manager, that's one of the hardest parts of your job is how do I innovate without completely 
undoing everything that our current users are already doing, right? And so what was that experience like when you were designing this feature, um, you know, or in general when your, your project, what's it like to have to kind of think through that, that product management perspective? Yeah, yeah, that really, I mean, uh, when, when people ask me what a, what a project manager, or, or I'm sorry, what a product manager does, what are their primary responsibilities? You know, it really comes down to, I always start with our primary role is identifying opportunities to improve our customers' day-to-day -day operations. And it all boils down to really being the voice for really being the voice of the customer, really empathizing with our customer. Every decision that goes into our product uh, and our execution of providing our product to our customers should go through the lens of how is going to impact our customers and what value does this provide our customers? So, um, and this is a perfect example of, of that. Um, again, out of the gates, we wanted to create this functionality or provide this functionality without requiring them to uh, need to reestablish what they've already accustomed to of creating that offline or creating that log while while online. So uh, they should be able to pick up right where they're right, right where they're at now and uh, be able to move that train forward. Wow. Well, I'd say this uh, lived up to the hype. Russ, Russ teased it. Um, Austin came in and actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. the part. Now it's like, okay, Austin set up the next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just no. kidding. You don't have no pressure. That was, you know, <laughs> you know the, the last you know thing I'll kind of uh, leave before we, we have to run on these, these little shorter episodes. episodes. It's so easy to get, you know, we've get into like 45 minute conversations right. about this. Um, is there plans to expand this offline functionality to other features? Uh, if you are allowed to say or not, I know that might be you yeah. know, frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm certainly glad you, you brought that up. So, uh, <clears throat> to answer your question, yes, yes, we are. Um, and, uh, what I am going to say is we're starting off with daily logs and what can I, what, what I can say at this point is we're going to allow our users to be able to utilize the time clock functionality as well. So when we were doing a lot of research, uh, providing offline capabilities, um, we, we needed to understand from our customer's perspective, what are the most valuable pieces of the app that we can provide our customers as efficiently uh, as possible, both from a, uh, you know, business perspective, as well as, you know, again, how can we provide our, 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 our customers value uh, quickly. So we decided that there's two areas uh, in the app that our customers need it was kind of a no brainer, the time clock and the daily logs. Um, so we started with the daily logs, uh, that's going to be available here very shortly. The time clock is going to be available here, uh, soon after that, we're actually in development work for that right now, our users are going to be able to clock in and clock out. So we're really excited about that. And then after that, we're really going to stop and reevaluate what's next. Uh, a, a big part of a product manager's role is to, um, lay out a roadmap that isn't going too far in which we're race in, in which we're wasting resources and taking time away from another product or project um, but also going far enough to where we're hitting the mark we're providing value for our customers um, so that's what we're going to do is uh, stop and evaluate after that time clock functionality is available and out there for our customers and really ask ourselves ask our customers what's next I love it. Keeping the customer focus as well, because we, we can make assumptions, but it's better if they just let us know. 
Well, and then also I liked, you know, when you talked about let's stop and evaluate, um, and you know, that was something that Russ talked about, um, in the last episode where we went through kind of the whole process. So if anyone listening didn't hear that episode, uh, go check that out. I think it's a good lead into this one. Yeah. Uh, cool. he had the, the classic Jurassic park quote was like, just cause, uh, we can, doesn't mean that we should. Right. I feel like that has to apply to product. Like, yeah, let's go offline capabilities for the entire platform. Well, does that really make sense? And should we do that? So I, I love that. That's where it's gotta be easy. It's at. just like an on off. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and that's something that we've really been diligent about in the product department is not necessarily, uh, you know, building building everything that we assume could be valuable valuable right out of the gates and then delivering it, but delivering that in iterative phases and validating along the way to make sure and to um, kind of reassure ourselves that we're on the right track. Uh, and the best way of doing that is contacting our customers and getting that feedback. Austin, one thing I, I want to ask is with these offline capabilities, was there a core problem or use case that you were trying to solve for? Or is there any specific instances of when someone's on the job site, why offline capabilities would be beneficial? Yeah, I guess uh, it, it really comes down to there's two two major factors that are two major problems. Uh, this lack of Internet connection, a lack of being able to access builder trend causes our customers one is uh the time waste you know if if our builders can't access builder trend they need to do that at some other time uh, a lot of times when they're get back to the office in the evening or get back home um in the evening and then you know record that daily log or you know uh, send that message uh, so once once again one is the time waste but i think more importantly is uh the the human error of just forgetting something. <laughs> so daily logs are crucial. Clocking in and clocking out is extremely crucial. If that's not done on the job site, there's a lot more room for users to forget that, uh, you know, something was delivered or there was a delay on the job site uh, at, at some point during the day. So uh, those are really two things that, that come into play. One is the, uh, the, the error piece of it. And the number two is just the time waste. Yeah. I think those are huge benefits. And I just think to your point, the, the, there's that anxiety when you're supposed to do this as part of your job and you don't have internet connection. There's literally nothing you can do. And, and now it's it, rather than the app being a problem itself, cause it doesn't work and I'm being required to do it. I can now continue to move on, keep the people, you know, in the office informed when, when the internet connection comes in and I don't have to worry about down the line being, you know, bothered by, and someone asking like, why didn't you right. do your daily logs? Crossing your fingers the whole way home so yeah. you don't forget like daily log, daily log when I go home, daily log when I, I go home. I painstakingly remember talking to, we would bring the field crews in on on sites and stuff and talk to them and they'd be like, you know, I don't have internet on the job site. How am I supposed to do any of this if it doesn't work? And it'd always kind of be like, well, you might want to talk to someone about getting a hotspot or, you know, like trying to solution mode it. And now it's like, we've just solved that. Yeah, you should have told him to talk to Austin Eilers. I know. He yeah. fixed it right yeah. then and there. Yeah. I should have given that's Austin's a, phone number out on the out on the. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's a great point, and uh, you know we, we have a lot of users out in the field who uh, don't want to use Builder Trend or fail to adopt Builder Trend for that reason specifically right. because they're hit with uh, at times when they can't use Builder Trend when they need it most. So this is really going to fill that gap. Love it. Well, Austin. That's it for your time on the building code. How would you rate your first podcast experience? 
It was great. Five stars, ten out of ten. What's the what's the rating scale here? Both. We'll we do plus. all of the above. Yeah, yeah just, we do a combo of stars yeah. and tens. So yeah, that's actually the highest one. <laughs> Well, thank, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I like these mini episodes. This is awesome. Like, I'm, I hope our our listeners like it as much as I do. But this is great for me just to hear more about like what's going on and all the awesome stuff coming down the pipeline. So, appreciate the time today. Um, and thanks again. Yeah, thank you guys. See ya. We just had Austin Eilers talking about offline capabilities. What'd you think, Charlie? Uh, I think it lived up to the hype. Um, yeah, the when Russ first dropped that, I. Cause I, I know that's a, you know something they say they don't want to like over they don't want to come on the podcast here and just be like, oh yeah we'll do this this and this and over promise uh, so when Russ first said that I was like wait you're you're being serious like we we're actually gonna have offline because that's something you know people talk about all the time so uh, it was fun to see that kind of um, come to fruition and, and and talk to Austin about the pain points they were experiencing and and how what this is gonna solve um, I mean I think it's a no brainer yeah I love talking to the people who you know get to work on these ideas because you can really see their measured approach the right the feed of all the information they have to consider and it's stuff that is easy to kind of be like yeah just change it and it's like well if we <laughs> do that we have all these people who do all these things and luckily offline capabilities is a uh, not a technical ease but it you know it did i love that you pointed out like we're not you don't have to do anything right that's really elegant same experience yeah same experience and it's just adding this additional functionality uh, and, and it's only kind of shows that we've got some really top tier people who are working on these projects. I'm really excited to continue these series to kind of see yeah. what's happening next. And of course, all of our other friends around the builder trend ecosystem, uh, and kind of what we do to, to make it work. Um, are these going to be product people every time or are we switching them up? No, they'll be, they'll have all types of different people. Any, anything inside builder trend it's about inside builder trend. Mr. Nice. Whistle. I'm going to start recruiting some data science people. I know everyone loves, uh, when we talk, and data. now we're a data science podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the pivot table episode. Hey, no, I'm joking. Title right there. Uh, the pivot table episode. Oh, t-shirt. Sorry. I should have said t-shirt first instead of title. I love it. We're all in. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the building code. Zach Watovich, Charlie Bertwistle. We'll catch you next time. See you.